Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where we introduce you to interesting people and their inspiring stories. From Grace professors, current students, and distinguished alumni, to special guests and speakers on our campus, you can meet new people and hear how they are impacting the world around them. This podcast is recorded and produced at Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today we've got some special guests in studio, some national champions, which we'll talk about here in a second. Coach Pointer, our cross-country coach here at Grace, along with Brian and Heather, uh, some of our star runners on both the men's and women's team. Thank you all for joining us today for the podcast. Absolutely. Well, let's start with this. Um, Heather, give us a little bit of just current, uh, current major, year in school, and how many years you've been on the cross team here. Yeah, so um, I'm an, I was a nursing major for my undergrad, but I just graduated in the spring in May, and then I came back for a fifth year because I love running. Um, and right now I'm studying nonprofit management. Awesome. And Brian? Yeah, um, I'm a fourth year. I'm majoring in information systems. And yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And Coach, how long have you been here at Grace? This is my fourth season. Um, but at, well, fifth season, I should say, came in as a graduate assistant coach and then um, was uh, in a wonderful position to take over as the cross-country coach. And I think it's been my fourth cross-country season in that, in that role. And so, yeah, it flies by. I kind of forget how quickly it goes by. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's start with, uh, let's start, Coach, with you and, and all the accolades. So, uh, two-time national champions, ranked in NAI. Just give us some of the program highlights over the last year or so. Sure. There's Yeah, there's a lot. It's sometimes hard to keep track of them, and that's really credit to these guys um, and their teammates. Um, we, I think we're at 15 to maybe 16 school records. Um that have been reset over the past four years. And that, that's included primarily the the events, um, obviously uh, the cross country, the, the men run an 8K, the women run a 5K, but then also um, all of the events on the indoor track circuit and the outdoor track circuit. And um, just including the events that our group has reset that other, our compatriots in the track and field family have obviously mm-hmm. broken a lot of other marks as well. So it's been, it's been really fun, but yeah, one of the things we like to say with these guys, we, we, you know, five years ago, um, we were finishing, if you averaged out the couple seasons, um, leading up to that point in time, sort of in 2018, I believe, was that your freshman year, 2018? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, finishing eighth, ninth, 10th in the league, um, consistently on the men's and women's side. And, 10 teams in our league in the crossroads league to we, we've enjoyed this year the the going from we say eighth and tenth in the league to eighth and tenth in the country it's has amazing. been really fun for for us and so it's fun to celebrate that with them it's really fun for these guys too to see that evolution over four years and it's always a trick trying to get our our newcomers our freshmen to realize <laughs> what that's like they you know they've not experienced that yet they're on their own journey so um yeah, it's been it's just been a blessing, and and um, we always are. I always take you know I always have these moments where I realize, like you sit back and think about who the Lord's brought to campus mm. and who the Lord's brought to Grace, and it's really fun to take zero credit for that. Yeah. Really, like we just are doing our job and making it as fun and exciting for them as possible, but. 
you really are amazed by who shows up and who the Lord brings here. And so to see um, to see each class come in and be a part of that bigger story for the program has been has been really fun for me. So thank you. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, I want to get into Heather and Brian's story in, in depth, but I'd lo- I'd love just for you to be able to share a little bit of your own story, because um, I know you grew up here, just sure. kind of your own running journey that got you here to Grace. Yeah, I grew up in Winona Lake. Um, my parents were Grace graduates and met at Grace, got married, and um, never left. So grew up a Warsaw, Warsaw High School graduate uh, back in 2013 and um, had the opportunity to um, compete at a high level and um, utilize that opportunity to, to get out of state for me was something exciting for me and everybody's has different priorities and different ambitions. I think when I was a senior in high school, I was a wimp. I did not enjoy the winter weather at all. So <laughs> I, I chose to go south and um, had two years at Wake Forest University over in North Carolina. And um, due to a coaching change was pretty much the, the biggest reason for, for this, this transition. I transferred to uh, Lipscomb University, a, a small Christian college in Nashville, Tennessee, competed at Lipscomb, had three years there, two years of eligibility remaining. And then out the gate was, uh, you know, didn't have a lot of um, money in my bank account upon graduating. I was an exercise science major and knew I wanted to get into coaching. And uh, Jeff Raymond, the previous head cross country and track and field coach reached out to me and been a friend of mine and someone I'd been in contact with about a graduate assistant position. And it was um, really, really powerful for me because I, I think I, it was it was the perfect as far as just being taken care of, being able to come back um, with where I was at was, was fantastic. So I had a chance to come back here and work with Coach Raymond for, um, for a couple of years and Obviously, that opened the door to a full-time position here has been has been a blessing for me. So, yeah, that's that's kind of fast forwarding now is how how that trajectory has worked. And I'm always amazed that, you know, every year goes by and you're so busy in the here and now. And, mm. you know, sometimes maybe stressing a little too much about things you can't control, but <laughs> get a chance to look back at it and see the progression um, has been really special. See how God has provided each yeah, step along the way. Absolutely, it's a it, life's a marathon, right? Um, yeah, uh, it's not a sprint. Um, you guys remind us of that often. Uh, just even in how you compete, do you still run very much? Uh, semi frequently, yeah. I've uh, taken up some other hobbies, but um, I get plenty of running in. I do step practice with them and being around them all the time. That's awesome. So, yeah, Good. thank you for sharing. Well, Heather, tell us a little bit of your story. Uh, where you grew up, grew up and, and even kind of competing in high school. And, you know, you've turned into this uh, amazing top runner in the nation. Um, but that wasn't necessarily kind of, you didn't grow up, you know, at 10 years old being like cross country runner for life. Like, tell us a little bit of your running journey and life journey a little bit. Um, so I grew up in Warsaw, Indiana, and my parents sent me to a small private school, Lake One Christian Academy. It's like five minutes down the road mm-hmm. um and I always like competed in sports there and so I always like generally just liked being involved in athletics um I always liked being on a team um and so I we kind of talked earlier and I played volleyball a lot I played some basketball um even dabbled in cheerleading oh, okay <laughs> you know but um, flexibility is important right I, I guess yeah um I wasn't very good at it though um <laughs> but uh, I kind of I just ran track like in junior high and then a couple times in high school and then towards the end of high school I, I was looking for like 
extra money for college. And I was like, you know, I just think I could be a good runner. I, I think I was over my head and over my head, but because um, I thought in junior high I was a stud, right? So I was like, oh, <laughs> who so, doesn't in junior high? Yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, that kind of that led me to start running more, and then my family kind of started running with me. So mm-hmm. my little brother started taking up cross country. And my dad started running with us sometimes, and he'll get up before work at, like, 5.30 a.m. now and still be running. Um, but, yeah, so we all kind of started running together. Um, but then I uh, decided to talk to Coach Raymond because that's who was here when I was a freshman and pretty much told him that I thought I could be something special. It was kind of <laughs> embarrassing, but um, and here I am now, and I don't regret it at all, so. It's been awesome. So you came in, you know, really having competed for a couple years in cross country in high school, or did you even really compete in cross country? No, I never ran cross country. And honestly, I didn't even think I was going to be running cross country here because I'm pretty sure, I don't know, maybe I'm mistaken. I thought Coach Raymond told me I was just running track and would like train with the cross country girls. And then I came here for cross country camp and he was like, oh yeah, you're competing. So That's amazing. But I was willing to do it. I just thought that it would be like pretty dirt trails, but it's really just like grass and cornfields, <laughs> but it's grown on me. So it's all right. So you started your freshman year and give us, give us a, like uh, a sampling, like your PR, your freshman year, or kind of like, what were you running, you know, your first year? I think, I think my PR was in the 22s. I want to say it was like, maybe it was 2230. I don't know. Maybe I'm being generous. Let's call it that, 2230, okay. Yeah. And, and now, you know, a few years later, like, what's your what's your PR? Well, my my last cross-country race, I PR'd was 1753. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it, Coach? Like, yeah. to cut five minutes off of yeah. your time. Yeah. Um, in the cross-country world, that's amazing. So, wow. Uh, so, Coach, give us, a, give us a little word on Heather. What has she meant? To this mm-hmm. program and, She's not and even like to part. your yeah even yeah. to your just you know your career yeah. as a coach but what has she meant to your program yeah uh, well she's been a wonderful witness to her teammates i think on multiple levels uh, obviously primarily on the level of um what being committed and passionate about something can do um that you can't put a ceiling on how good you can be right I mean, that you also need to look at things in the grand scheme of, of years or seasons, not weeks, right? That um, anything worthwhile almost always comes over the long haul. It's not an immediate thing. So just to see it, and we were looking at it yesterday, looking at just some race splits and some stats for people reflecting on the fall, looking at where she was. You can scroll back and look at her race results from freshman year. has been really fun. So a witness for the team in that sense, but also I think from – even more so like a leadership standpoint, your faith, uh, your leadership, um, your honesty and transparency with your teammates, your courage, right? Um, dealing with adversity as a leader is always tough. You know this mm-hmm. more than we do immensely. Is just um, when things don't go well or are not going well, uh, people will call on the leaders on the team to um, sometimes it feels like bear the brunt of that and to look for solutions and to have hard conversations. And she's just been fantastic in that in that department. So she's not liking this at all because I'm, yeah, it's great, right? We get the chance to talk really highly of each other and we all hate that. Um, <laughs> happy to sit there and listen to it. But yeah, so I, you know, and it's been fun to see that over um, multiple years. I, the hardest thing for me and these guys, this is a special, these two are very special to me and they've got some teammates as well is like truthfully being the first, this is the first group of seniors. I know you're a fifth year, but 
that that are graduating from when I've started here. So that that is a something for me personally that, mm. that'll be tough, and it'll be different without these two next year, right? And again, they've got some other teammates as well that played a role, but. Uh, it gives you the opportunity. It's hard, right? But to really sit and think about, man, where did those four years go? Yeah, right? and, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So Heather, from uh, just if you're gonna give you know some advice, uh, you know, cutting five minutes off your time, being a leader, being being going from I'm not sure I didn't even run cross country to like cross country champion multiple times, breaking all sorts of records. What are some some maybe life lessons that you've learned through that process? Um, I mean, I think I've learned a lot of lessons. I think like just starting running in general, um, I feel like it's kind of like about building momentum. Um, I don't know. Those first two months I started running, it was really painful and not fun. But then after like two months, running actually starts feeling good if you're consistent about it. Um, you know, and I, I feel like you just learn a lot about, like, persevering. Like, even when you don't feel like running, remembering your goals and remembering what you do like about running and finding ways to make make it more fun. Like, sometimes hmm. this is kind of weird, but we toss around an egg on some of our easy runs and we try not to break it. Hmm. Just, like, a little symbol of our team culture. I don't know, just finding ways to make it more fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot of things just about working So hard. perseverance of, like, even when – you know, if you want to achieve your goals, you have to do the things, you have to do the hard things every day, regardless yeah. of how you feel in order to accomplish your goal. Yeah. And that applies to everything, right? Your schoolwork, your spiritual life, running, no matter what. I mean, that's a life lesson for sure. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And even though like we have a very individual sport, I still feel like I've learned a lot about teamwork. Yeah. And like growing together with people. Like, you just get a lot better at what you do when you're doing it with people that are as good as you or as, as talented. Yes. And I, I just, yeah, I really love my team. You so. push you push one another. And it is, you know, our family's gotten into cross country. What we love is, like, you cross the finish line, then you turn around, you cheer everyone else on, um, your team. And then eventually you actually start cheering sometimes the other team on. You know, you're cheering <laughs> that last run. I mean, I'm always amazed at cross country. The person who gets the biggest cheer is the last person to cross the line because everybody's wanting everybody to do their best. And that's the beauty of this sport is everyone's pushing everyone else. Well, Brian, let's uh, hear a little bit of your story. And there's some similarities mm-hmm. as far as multi-sport. And, and uh, give us a little bit of um, kind of where you're from, um, high school, what were you engaged in, and, and how did running happen, and how did you grow in that here at Grace? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I started on athletics my fourth year with soccer, and I went to uh, Caston High School, which is a s- small public school, like like close to Rochester, I would say, like f- 10, 10-ish minutes away from it. And ever since then, I just really got into athletics. I, I started playing uh, basketball, too, as well, mm. my sixth grade year. And basketball and soccer were, like, my two, pretty much my two favorite sports growing up. And I didn't start cross-country until my sophomore year. And the reason why I started was because, like, I think it was just, like, uh, one time in practice that we were just in soccer practice, and there was a cross-country meet, home, home invite, and I just saw I saw just the runners going, and I was like, hmm, "That's that seems like fun." Just like <laughs> trying to, and 
then later that year i went up to the uh cross country coach to just like talk about like if if it was like a possibility to do both sports like soccer and cross country and and at the end of the year i decided to do it and Mm. yeah i'm I'm pretty, pretty much like glad i did it but it was it was a little kind of difficult with like the practice schedule because mostly like only practice with the team for the cross country team like pretty much like Tuesdays and Thursdays and that was pretty much it and but like it did start to get like there was points over the weeks where I didn't even go to Tuesday and Thursday sure. practice because I had soccer games. So I pretty much just showed up on Saturday and ran. <laughs> and so what was your what was your um, uh, decision to come to great? Well, tell us this. What was your PR in high school? My I think my best time was a sixteen forty eight. Okay, and that would have been in a five k. Yeah. All right. So which now at this level you're running you know in an eight k instead of a five k. So give us uh give us the like your AK eight K PR now. Yeah, uh, my AK PR is uh twenty four oh five, which happened to be uh, my last uh cross cross race at nationals at Tallahassee. So So how would that amazing. like how like if he was well, to run well, tell him your five K PR on the track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh it's on the track it's uh fourteen twenty seven. Which I mean I, again mm. astounding like to cut over two minutes off of your PR time. I mean, that's astounding, right? In cross country terms. So you came to Grace though for cross country, right? Mm. Is that was you were planning to run cross country or were you planning to run track or what was what was your plan coming in? Yeah, well, at first I I just wanted to go somewhere where it was close to home, but not too close. So like, <laughs> like in the hour, the one hour drive was like, I think it was perfect. So, but yeah, I just wanted to come to uh, college just for the education yeah. purposes, and um, I mean, running. I mean, having like uh, cross and track, just like at the same time as having like education. I think that's like one of the main reasons why I came here. But obviously, the staff, staff, coaching staff was like, uh, I really like what they wanted to build, and I felt wanted, and yeah, I, that's mm-hmm. to make like primarily the main reason I came here. When did you know, or when did it start to become obvious to you that you could be really good at this? Um, I would say my senior year of high school when I broke a sub two on the 800. And I, that was just like a bigger accomplishment for me because I was running like like 15 to 20 week, 20 miles a week just by doing that and I knew I had like so much more in me because I knew that wasn't like the problem like wasn't like the most I could have done yeah. to like get to that point so I knew if I just continue on like working hard having g- good coaches and stuff like that that I knew I would improve so much more Hmm. And which which I did at the end, and yeah, that's like probably like just having the best coaches, pretty much, and, ha- and I'm so blessed to have them. And yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, Coach, same thing. I'm going to ask you to say a few sure. things about Brian and kind of what he's meant to uh, the program here. And you're graduating this December. You're gra- This is your last – you're going to start the MBA program, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, if you haven't had a chance to watch this guy race – um, you have to, I can, I, we've got plenty of recorded videos of that and we're happy to send that over. Um, and we definitely, and we, we've got an out, home outdoor track meet this spring. Um, the challenge is the week before our conference championships. So for these guys, especially these two, we're probably going to race. If we race, we'll race something a little different than what they would be going for. And, um, just being that close to our championship season, um, we take that meet a little bit more carefully. But he is phenomenal to watch race. I think um, a lot of times we talk about how racing, our sport, is a microcosm for life. I know we talked about that mm-hmm. a couple minutes ago. and um, But racing, training is as well, but racing, there's something about racing that's really special and powerful, I think, when you think about um, how it's a microcosm for life. And really um, stepping on that line and not really knowing what's ahead of you, but understanding that you're going to go give everything you've got in that mm. moment um, is is a really fun thing and can be nerve-wracking, right? And sometimes there are races, and um, these two will know this uh, wholeheartedly, and I, you know, I experienced this as well when I was in their shoes. And um, you know, the days where you want it the most and it doesn't, it doesn't click or something doesn't go the right way. They can be humbling experiences, but also I just think um, you really learn more about yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the things you didn't think you could do right by what you do on the on the starting line and, you know, in between the start of the race and then, you know, crossing the finish line. And Brian's a guy that races in such a way that's inspirational and um he won't like me saying this either, uh, but uh, we we have heard, you know, we, there have been moments where, you know, the guys would go up to him and I can think of a moment last year and ask, man, how do you do it? Like, what what's going through your head? And um, I'm going to paraphrase what you said. It was a conversation I think you had with the Smith brothers, but uh, that, that it was something to the effect of, um, even if I don't feel like digging this deep, I need to for my teammates. Mm. Um, and that was really powerful because that does summarize what we want the team to be about and then the legacy we want to leave um, individually and then collectively. So Brian's a joy to watch race, a leader, a role model as well. And um, yeah, we're just excited about, um, obviously we still have a track season with these two and, and we've got some some pretty ambitious goals. We did some goal setting had some goal sheets that they filled out last week, and so I was looking through those. And um, but just uh, the idea of working really hard and not making excuses, and then always understanding that doing that is um, ultimately for something bigger than myself, mm. and most tangibly for us, it's for our teammates, for the team, and that's something that he exemplifies in a really wonderful way. Good, thank you. Yeah. And- and thank you for uh, your impact on both of your teams. In fact, I'm going to turn it a little bit. And I want you each, if you could share one thing about um, your coaches, specifically Coach Pointer, oh, um, that has uh, yeah. that has meant, uh, been special or important to you as well in your growth as a person and as an athlete. If you could share, I mean, I know you could pick more than one, but just pick uh, one thing you'd, you'd share about Coach Pointer. You have to be brief. I'll let you. Uh, okay. I'll let yeah. you decide who gets to go first. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Mm, I'll go first. Okay. okay. I'll go um, I think just like 
just the way he talks to us, like, you know, just on coaching, coaching meetings and just all, like, before, before the races starts, it's just, like, pretty much expired. It's just, he's just an inspiration to us uh, about just, like, working hard, like, being consistent, being there every day, have a, have a, have a happy face every single practice. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's like we are we are extremely blessed to have a great coach like Coach Pointer, and um, yeah, and that just like for me personally, uh, that's what <coughs> I'm glad I came here just because of the, just him and uh, the way he improved me so much. Mm-hmm. An inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. So I mean, what I'm gonna say is gonna be like a pretty similar thing. So in one of my classes recently, we were talking about leadership. Uh, in a discussion post um, and I saw this like this little acronym and it, it was called Beck right and the first one was like believing um, and I just have always felt like coaches believed in me even when I was running like what, what I talked about when I was running in the 22s and the 5k like coach made me feel like I was a pro athlete he took me very <laughs> seriously and so I like believed in myself because he believed in me um, and I specifically remember at like my first uh, like national appearance um for indoor nationals my sophomore year um coach right before the race looked at me and he said you're a big dog now and I, <laughs> that was like oh that was so special to me even though I was like what did you just call me um, so yeah he's just always been a great leader like that so he's believed in you and what a great thing as a coach uh, to provide inspiration and to believe in others before they even believe in themselves and those that has application to everything in life, including our spiritual lives. Um, we have a father who inspires us and who believes in us. And thanks, Coach, for um, instilling that into your athletes as well. Coach, I'm going to give you the last word. It's been a, it's been a great season. Um, give us a, a highlight or two from the season um, as, we, as we wrap this up. Mm. Highlight or two from the season. I... I yeah, I don't know. You guys got anything? I'm uh, yeah. That's a tough one. There were a lot of highlights. Um, I think we um, reflecting some on the season. We've been the most. I've been the most grateful for um, the ways that they support one another, and that gets old to say. But I wouldn't say it if I didn't truly believe that that's what's made this group special hmm. um and we have started to hear that from others you know we see the outsiders looking in people can identify that and see that in action at meets and at practice and so i'm just grateful for how they care for one another um you know we talk about that when we talk about culture but um to see that just be a part of who we are obviously it's and i'm gonna stop you real quick because i have seen that and and not even at meets i've seen that i mean with one of your athletes who was in a wheelchair yeah uh for you know much of the season and the person the the people taking care of her were her teammates i mean that's who was literally pushing her around campus in a wheelchair and getting her food for her and like i've seen that in action even on our campus and i'm sure you've seen that in play even more so at meets yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times it comes off the back of um, scenarios where we always say it's a mi- the sports a mixed bag. You show up at a meet and, you know, 25 of them race and um, not everybody's going to have the best day of their season. Right. And some might have what they might call from 
days of competition, the worst day of their season. Mm. And, you know, and just how do you walk through that together is uh, it takes a lot of authenticity and, and empathy. And, and those are things that this this group is really it's been fun for me to watch. Um, and I know the assistant coaches on staff, too. We talk about that often, how frequently we're just touched by the things they say to each other, the things mm-hmm. we overhear and um, probably things they say when they didn't think anyone else was listening or, or could hear. Right. So um, I, the other one I would say is just just NAIs was really special for these guys. And um, the context of it was two weeks before that we raced at our conference championships and we felt like we had an opportunity. There was definitely an avenue um the women's team, maybe there was an av- there was an avenue to finish second. Um, the team that won our league ended up winning the NAI national championship. So it's pretty. Uh, it would have been hard, tough to beat them at that meet. But the men we thought had a real opportunity to win a league title, which has never been done before. And um, and then the gun went off, and for a lot of different reasons and things that we felt like maybe we were responsible for, things I was responsible for, and things that were out of our hand, a couple people being under the weather, right, being sick, that we're in a position to score, just having what we felt like was the worst day from a competitive standpoint, just collectively. Some people ran well, but man, to see how gut-wrenching that was for these guys and for their teammates, um, to have to sort through that, which is never fun, Mm -hmm. right, and process that together, and then um, to dust ourselves off and come back and um, overperform at the NAI mm. National Championships was just a testament to, you know, their perseverance. And um, I think we all, we said this afterwards, right? It's like, well, we could have had a great day at our league championships, but, man, we would take this day over that day mm. any day of the week just to do it on the biggest stage. And um, for these two, they were both All-Americans, right? And... Um, to be up at the front the whole race and to be in that position was really special. And um, that was a highlight for me. And it doesn't always end that way. Sometimes your senior year doesn't, you know, your last season doesn't look like that, you know, and it never overshadows your um, career in one bad race doesn't overshadow a season by any stretch. But man, it sometimes feels like that in that moment. So it was, it was really fun for these two. And again, a couple of their teammates who were seniors as well to just to end the season on that note and really um, go out and perform at a high level was a blast. So, well, thank you all for being a part of the podcast today. I really yeah. appreciate it. And uh, I'm inspired to go run, you know, maybe around the block uh, once or twice. Um, that's about all I think I could handle. But thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Grace Story podcast as well. Please like or share or comment on this wherever you received it from. Thanks for our producer, Rick Neer, who also happens to be a cross-country coach dad. And uh, thanks for him producing this as well. And wherever you are, have a great Grace Story today.